This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio proudly presents The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross. From the earliest roots of the Christian faith, music has played a central role in holy worship. For the next hour, let your spirits soar as we highlight selected pieces of beautiful sacred music from the rich history of the Catholic liturgy. Now, here's the host of The Glory of the Mass, Terry Ross. Welcome to The Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic liturgy. I'm your host, Terry Ross, and in today's program, we'll concentrate on music for the third week of Lent, which begins on Laetare Sunday, March 19th, and also includes the Feast of the Annunciation this coming Friday, March 25th. Laetare Sunday is the counterpart to, to Gaudete Sunday during Advent which, like Lent, is also a season of penitence. These two days are therefore moments of joy in the midst of self-reflection. The Feast of the Annunciation, contemporarily the Solemnity of the Annunciation, is also known as Lady Day and the Feast of the Incarnation, and commemorates the visit of the Archangel Gabriel to the Virgin Mary when he informs her that she will be the mother of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The Feast of the Annunciation was celebrated as early as the 4th or 5th century. From its earliest recorded history, the feast has been held on March 25, embodying both the belief that the spring equinox was not only the day of God's act of creation, but also the beginning of Christ's redemption of that same creation. When the calendar system of Anno Domini, the year of our Lord, was first introduced, the beginning of the new year was set at 25 March, because according to Christian doctrine, the age of grace began with the incarnation of Christ at the Annunciation, on which date Jesus Christ is believed to have been conceived in the womb of the Virgin Mary by the Holy Spirit. Now, if you've listened to this program before, you know that we focus on the parts of the Mass that are traditionally sung by a cantor or choir. Of these, there are ten. Five of them are particular to a day of the church calendar, and five others, called the ordinary, whose texts are unchanging, are used in every Mass and at different times of the church year, such as today's Mass by Cristobal de Morales, one of the great Spanish High Renaissance composers. These ten parts alternate with one another throughout the Mass until the final distribution of the Eucharist at Communion. The first five of these are called the proper, because each is specific to the day it is sung, the introit, or entrance of the celebrant, the gradual, which is sung after the first reading, the alleluia, which comes after the second reading, but is not sung during Lent, the offertory, sung while the celebrant is preparing the gifts for Communion, and the Communion, sung during the distribution of the gifts. Today, in order to leave room for Morales' Mass Ordinary, we'll hear only the introit, but we'll add motets appropriate for this week. So let's get started with that introit, Laetare Jerusalem, Rejoice, O Jerusalem. This motet by Andrea Gabrielli from the 16th century will be sung for us by the Ensemble Officium from Lisbon.
We've heard our introit for this fourth Sunday of Lent, Rejoice, O Jerusalem. Now we can start our Mass Ordinary by Morales with his Misa Si Bona Sushepimus. If we have received good things from the hand of the Lord, why should we not endure bad things? The singers are the superb British ensemble, the Talus Scholars.
That was the Kyrie of today's Mass Ordinary, the Misa Si Bona Sushepimus by Cristobal de Morales. Morales composed in the first half of the 16th century, when, along with Tomás de Luis de Victoria and Francisco Guerrero, he was one of Spain's most influential composers. Now we'll hear the Gloria, or greater doxology, of his Mass Ordinary. The singers again are the Talas Scholars.
We heard the Gloria of the Misa Si Bona Sushepimus by Cristobal de Morales. And now it's time for the first of our motets, Mors Tua Mors Christi, loosely translated as the idea that Christ's death is your death is a fraud. The singers of this piece by Orlando de Lasso, a giant among the high Renaissance composers, are the group Musica Ficta, a Spanish ensemble.
We've been listening to Orlando de Lasso's motet, Mors Tua, Mors Christi. Here now is a motet by our Mass Ordinary composer for this month of March, Cristobal de Morales. It's on the Annunciation text, Ecce Virgo Concipiet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive. The performers are the Bremen Weser Renaissance, a German ensemble. That was Cristobal de Morales' motet, Behold a Virgin Shall Conceive, in honor of the Feast of the Annunciation. And now we can return to our Mass Ordinary with the Sanctus and Benedictus of Morales' Mass. Again, the Talus scholars are the singers.
That was the second-to-last part of today's Mass Ordinary, the Sanctus of Morales's Misa Sibona Sushepimus, performed by the Talus Scholars. Now, before we process to the last part of Morales's Mass Ordinary, the Agnus Day, let's pause for a common feature of this program, an Ave Maria. This one is by the Slovenian composer of the late 16th century, Jakobus Gallus, also known as Jakob Handel, H-A-N-D-L. The singers are the Vienna Vocal Consort. was the Vienna Vocal Consort with Jacobus Gallus's lovely setting of Ave Maria. And now we shall finish today's Mass Ordinary with the Agnus Dei, the Lamb of God. Again, it's Cristobal de Morales's Misa Si Bona Sushepimus. The Lord has given, the Lord has taken away, blessed be the name of the Lord. Sung by the Talas Scholars.
We've heard the last official music of today's Mass, the Agnus Day. But we just have time for a final motet for Lent, Mort et Fortuna, Death and Luck, by the Flemish composer Nicholas Humbert. That's spelled G-O-M-B-E-R-T. It's played for us in an instrumental version by the Woodman Consort of Viols, an English ensemble. We've heard the motet Morte et Fortuna by Nicholas Humbert, played on viols, medieval fretted string instruments. And with it, I'm afraid we've run out of time. I hope you've enjoyed this program of motets, the viol consort, and Cristobal de Morales's Mass for the fourth Sunday of Lent and the Feast of the Annunciation. And I hope you'll tune in next week, Saturday at 4 or Sunday at 2, when we'll play wonderful music for the fifth Sunday of Lent, with another beautiful penitential Mass Ordinary by Morales. You can listen again to this program, or to any of our programs in this series, and see our playlists by visiting our website at materdayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I-Radio.com. Once there, click on the programming menu and choose the Glory of the Mass 185. As always, we welcome your comments and suggestions. You may email us at info at materdayradio.com. The Glory of the Mass is produced by Patrick Ryan for Mater Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. I'm your host, Terry Ross, wishing you a pleasant and reflective Lenten weekend. This has been The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross, a weekly examination of the beautiful music of the sacred liturgy of the Catholic Church. For more information about this program, including a playlist from today's show, visit The Glory of the Mass online at materdayradio.com. The Glory of the Mass is produced at the studios of Materday Radio in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.